I think right now everybody knows that, that the September is about to end and, and October is about to come in, so it's, it's, a, it's a playoffs time. So that means uh, they have to be for sure, for sure excited for everybody, especially for us. Actually, we we over there in the field and you can feel it. You can feel the atmosphere, you can feel the pressure too. So, I mean, I, um, we, we actually on the, I think we, we're on the great spot right now. And this is the, the three games that we actually going to decide uh, if we're going to be in or not. Welcome into another Sports Plus podcast. That was Jose Martinez just talking about how big this series with the Nationals is going to be. I'm Corey Miller here with sports reporter Matt Hicks and sports producer Andy Moeller. And Martinez didn't mince his words there. He knows how important the series with the Nats is in the rest of the 13 games here. And this is it. Uh, at the time we're recording this, it's Monday. we got 13 games left. We're going to see who the real 2019 St. Louis Cardinals are starting tonight against the Nationals in Steven Strasburg. And Strasburg is a tough, tough customer, and it's not going to get any easier. I mean, the Cardinals kind of got to uh, make their hay against uh, some of the the worst teams in baseball over the last month and a half or so. Now it's coming. The chickens are coming home to roost, and they've actually got to prove it. Uh, Corbin, Scherzer, and Strasburg here against the Nationals. That's pretty daunting. Oh yeah, it's a it's a very tough challenge for the Cardinals, but like. I said in my sportscast earlier, if you want to be the best, you have to beat the best. And uh, that's what Tommy Edmonds said uh, earlier today. He said he's never played in the playoffs, but he feels like everything has been amplified just a little bit this past month. And he thinks that this is a playoff feel. And he thinks this will be a good test for the Cardinals as they try and get to the playoffs where they'll be playing the best pitchers. You know, they won't be having any cakewalks. And I really like that that uh, that opinion from Jose Martinez because obviously everybody's looking forward yeah, to the, the, Cubs. the two two series with the Cubs, but they don't they won't mean anything. And particularly the last one won't mean anything if you don't make hay against the Nationals. You've got to mm-hmm. you've got to come out firing against them. We think they've got to find a way to win two of these, right? Oh, for sure, no question. If they about just it. went because the Cubs are playing the Reds. Uh, I don't know who the Brewers are playing, but it, they're not over five hundred because I'm gonna get. Well, I was gonna get this a little later, but. The Cardinals' last 13 games are all against teams in the playoff hunt over 500. The Brewers don't play another 500 or better team the rest of the year, and the Cubs' only the only opponent that's over 500 is the Cardinals. Yeah, they're playing. So, the pa- they're playing the Padres today. So the Brewers are. Yeah, and then they have the Pirates after that. And I mean, then, and, and we saw we saw what the Cubs did to the Pirates over the weekend. Yeah. How many runs was it? It was 47, I think it That's was, insane. in three games. Like, insane. come on, Pittsburgh. Like, show up once. Yeah, they were softball scores. Cubs are on a four-game win streak after destroying Pittsburgh. The Brewers have been hot for the last, like, two two weeks or so, mm-hmm. probably. And we since sh- Yelich's. Oh, yeah, well, ever since Yelich went but down. See, well, that, they were hot but, already. And that that's a that's a plus for the Cardinals because right now they're the healthier team. They are. Healthier than the Cubs and healthier than the Brewers. Yelich is out. Uh, we'll get to the Cubs stuff in a little bit here. But... We talked about that hard schedule, and it looks like it's going to be a race to 90. Frank Cusimano and I were talking about this. We made like a graphic for our uh, 10 o'clock a while back. It looks like a race to 90 wins. The Cardinals have 83. The Cubs have 81. The Brewers have 80. That first team that gets 90 is going to win the Central. Yeah. And it, the Cardinals have the hardest road to get there. I mean, and Jose said that you don't shy away from moments like this. That's what he said earlier in the locker room. He said, these are moments you play baseball for, and you don't back away when you have a tough comp- a competitor coming up. So he said, this is a good test. You know, this is a good test, not just going up against the type of pitchers that they're going to be facing, but playing the Cubs next or this weekend, you know, it's a good test to see where this Cardinal team is and where they need to be, you know, if they want to play in the playoffs this year. And actually you want to get into that that playoff mindset yeah. 
before the playoffs mm-hmm. start where every game is well, important. Well, we've seen the two years the Cardinals have won the World Series. They've had to fight and claw their way yeah. in mm-hmm. with tough just grinding it out all the way up until the playoffs, and it worked out winning the World Series. So I mean, I we, wouldn't want it any other way coming down the stretch. And we saw it backfire the past couple of years because they had a chance to make the playoffs the last yeah. three years. They were within four games every single year, and they didn't play playoff baseball the final month of September. So you will hope that they do that. I am summer. happy they have this. The cushion is getting smaller every day. It is. But they have had that little bit of a cushion going into these last few weeks, which they haven't been afforded in the last three years or so. So it's nice to have that cushion, but it's just about gone, and they're going to have to show up <laughs> against the Cubs uh, to make sure they get it get, get it done. Seven games against Chicago. Uh, here's the big thing that Andy alluded to. The Cardinals are healthy, and Yelich is out for the Brewers, but Baez and Rizzo yep. look like they're going to – well, Baez for sure is out for the, the rest of the season. Yeah, the um, regular, regular season. Regular yeah. season. Mm-hmm. And then Rizzo, I just saw that play where he turned his angle for the first time literally 10 minutes ago, and I, like, yelled Nasty. because, oh, it was bad. Yeah. He's in a boot, and he said, uh, listen, you never want to root for guys to get hurt, but no. this is definitely a good thing for the Cardinals. No question about it. And and Rizzo has a history of killing the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. so uh, to have him not be a factor – Certainly in this this series upcoming, but maybe even for the the series here in St. Louis, um, not going to say that I'm not disappointed by this. Yeah, 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 you're definitely not disappointed. But I mean, you can't look past what the Cubs have done recently and the recent stretch that they've been on. And it seems like every guy who's stepping in that role is kind of like the Blues back in their playoff run. They're all seizing the opportunity. And it's while a lot of fans may say, "Oh, Javi Baez is not playing, Anthony Rizzo is not playing," the Cardinals should win five out of seven. Don't think, don't don't move too fast. You know, this is still well, a really good team. And I mean, this is a team that I think's operating a little bit out of desperation. Maybe not even a little bit. Joe Madden is fighting for his job right now. He's not coming back. Re- no matter really. You don't think I don't. So. I don't think so. I mean, hmm. I uh, think they'd Theo, be really stupid to do that. But. Well, I think so too. But you know, maybe Madden's message has kind of worn off a little yeah. bit. But Theo Epstein made some comments last week where he didn't come right out and say that he wasn't coming back, but. The message, on, you know, between the lines was pretty clear to me anyway that he's not coming back. I'm sure Cardinal fans wouldn't mind seeing him walk away from the Cubs, you know. I Yeah, I mean, that'd be a great thing for the yeah. division. I was hoping he would end up here back when he was looking for a job. I think um, a lot of people were. Yeah, I think a lot of people were too. So what's a comfortable record we'd be okay with these seven games against the Cubs? Jose and the team's not looking past the Nationals, but we can do that. We can look past a little bit because these seven games are going to determine the season. What's... A record we'd be okay with at four least three. three. You think they gotta win? You gotta, you gotta go four and three. You don't want to let them gain ground in the central. I mean, it's already close enough. And you take two losses, now you're tied. And it's like now you really gotta win these games, you know, to win the division. You don't want to put yourself in that situation. Yeah. So they have to. I feel like they have to go to Chicago and they have to win the first game. I don't want to see the Cardinals backing into anything. So yeah, I think a winning record is you. You know. Okay, after they clinch and, you know, they start putting everybody in, you know, on the coaching staff, that you know, on the last day of the yeah. or whatever, that's fine. But uh, while the, the series is still, or while the, the uh, standings are still uh, are still up in the air, I say you got to just put the pedal down and go. Well, they, like, they, they need to get some mojo going before they get to the playoffs. Yeah. They need to get some momentum. They have lost, yeah. They've lost their mojo yeah. here in the last week or so, which they were really rolling before they ended up in Colorado. Um, yeah, so they, they need to get rolling. This is the perfect opportunity to show the baseball world that this is a playoff team. And if you can't win these last couple of weeks when you need to win, 
I mean, does that say that you're not ready for the playoffs? Yeah. I don't think so, but I mean, they need to show everyone they're capable of playing on the big stage. That's true. All right, let's get to the team a little bit here. We just got out of the locker room earlier. Carlos Martinez is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't pitched since last Thursday. Started dealing with some asthma and allergy combination, the Cardinals have said, uh, in Colorado. And he and actually ended up in the hospital Saturday night to Sunday afternoon. And... Man, if they come down to losing the Central by a game because they couldn't use him yesterday when they mm-hmm. yesterday being Sunday when Braun hit the Grand Slam, oh, that's just going to be just crushing because I think you put him in that game, it's over, and we don't have to see Gant, Webb, and poor Junior Fernandez who shouldn't should have no been out there. Being out there. I mean, right. I think this reminds me, I, Andy could probably back me up on this, maybe two or three years ago the Cardinals were one game out of the last wild card spot or a half game out. They were playing the Reds at home at Bush. I forgot who hit a triple or Wong or somebody hit a triple, no outs, ninth inning, and they failed to score that game. And yeah. we ended up missing the playoffs by one game that yeah. year. You know, right. you hate to see that happen this year because of the game yesterday with Ryan well, Bryan in that grand slam. Ben uh, Ben Hoffman from the Post-Dispatch, I think, was the one who tweeted this out, who equated the Braun grand slam moment to the moment Adolis Garcia, the mm, pinch runner, stumbled last stumbled year, last year yeah. when they were still in it and had a chance. Mm. That was tough. <sighs> that was tough. And it's been a lot of tough breaks for Cardinal fans and Cardinals, the Cardinals the past couple yeah. of years. And this is the year to rectify all that and just make it all good for everybody. Yeah, okay. they've, they've, they've kind of, you know, they've, they've stumbled, as we've said, the last three years down the stretch. And it seemed like we were kind of over that hump but, yeah. and we were not going to stumble. <laughs> and then... You know, and I here's hope, Ryan Braun. Yeah, I Ad- hope it's I hope it's not a late stumble. Adversity builds character. Well, hopefully, uh, on the offensive side, it, it's boomer bust. I mean, if they're not hitting home runs, they're not scoring any runs, uh, which is very concerning to me. Although that's kind of how baseball is uh, right now, but I don't think that's a, a formula to win. Definitely not in the playoffs when the pitching tightens up and you're facing everybody's best every single inning. You can't just count on a home run. Here, there, you got to get guys on, move them over, get them in. Um, I, you can't count on two Harrison Bader home runs to keep you in a ball. No. The Cardinals had four hits yesterday and were winning in the ninth inning. Uh, you can't count on that. So they got to get more offense that's just not home runs. But here's something I have liked less Carpenter, more Edmund consistently. Schultz still likes to use Carpenter and almost all. Carpenter will still get like a bad a game in a pinch hitting situation. I'd like to see him use somebody else, but he's not starting, so I'll take it. You want to get him? You want to get him some abs before the playoffs, maybe? I don't know. I mean, I'd rather see Jose. I don't care the matchup. I'd rather see Jose Martinez in a big spot late in the game than Matt Carpenter. Right? Talk about a guy who's always ready for the moment. He is. He's ready for anything, and he's shown that he has the psyche that it doesn't matter if he's doing bad. It doesn't matter if he's doing good or if he's starting or. Not starting. You plug him in, he's going to be ready to go. Matt Carpenter, I don't know what frame of mind he's in right now. And I think it's just just put a pin in him here. Uh, maybe if they clinch, give him some at-bats. But uh, you got to roll with Tommy Edmond. Tommy yeah. Edmond hit a home run off uh, Hader yes, he did. yesterday, which was maybe the most impressive thing in that whole game. That's right. That's right. Now, the thing I, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to see the glass half full. And maybe if, you know, Carpenter can take these single at-bats, just put a little run together at the start of this. You know, maybe he'll maybe he'll be ready to kind of escalate once the playoffs start. That'd be not, well. Listen, how we've seen crazy Cardinals things happen. This is just setting up for a Matt Carpenter 
walk-off winner in Game 7 of the World Series. Okay, I'll go with that. That's that's what this is all setting up for. He has the, the terrible season and ends up coming out on top. That's what it's setting up for. Um, can the rotation just will this team into October? I mean, they've kind of... The offense was better over the last month and a half or so when they were playing these down teams, but overall it's been this rotation being just amazing that's kept them winning games. Can they just keep that up into October, do you think? It is a cyclical cyclical kind of thing in which when the rotation is going well, it makes your bullpen look better because they're not getting overused. When the bullpen is good, well, of course, it makes the rotation look good. But I, it all begins with the starting rotation, and you know, I'm just, I just cringe every time we're, you know, we're doing one of these Michael Waka three inning. Hey, he start. was good yesterday. But he was really he good yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, the, I think as long as the starters can kind of push past the fifth, sixth, and maybe even into the seventh inning, then I think we'd be on to something. I think it has to be more than the starters. I mean, like you want to be able to rely on Flaherty, Michaelis, and Hudson, and Walk and Wainwright to get the job done. But as we've seen, you know, time and time again, that it doesn't always go that way. You want to rely on the bats as well. They have to wake up. Not yeah, home runs they, all the time, but you yeah. got to do something because you can't walk your way in the playoffs just relying on pitching and then expect, oh, well, my pitching is going to get it done. No, you need to score as well. Yeah, but I, when playoffs roll around, I am, I mean, pitching can win you. You get a hot goaltender, you can win a Stanley Cup. You get a hot starting rotation, I think you can win a World Series. You do got, I mean, you got to score, obviously. For but. sure. Well, and we're, you know, we're talking about we can look ahead. We don't want the team looking yeah. ahead, but we can look ahead to if we get to the playoffs and get beyond. Uh, you know, you're looking at a three man rotation mm-hmm. essentially: Michaelis and Hudson and Flaherty. Well. And- well, hold on a second there. Wayne I'll take home. I'll take my Adam Wainwright at home start over quite a bit right now. He is dialed uh, in and I, you know, uh, yeah, it would be it would be a crime to to not utilize yeah. that. Uh, Wednesday is going to be, yeah, Wednesday is going to be a great atmosphere. Wainwright starting at home against Max Scherzer. Ooh, that's going to be a fun game. A midday game. That's a playoff game. Hopefully, right people. I think there'll be quite a few people calling in sick or just making <laughs> sure they get that day off work for the businessman special. Out at Bush Stadium. Okay, uh, I think we've kind of alluded to this, but if the Cardinals are playing in a wild card, we're all pretty concerned, are we not? No question about it. Yeah, you don't want to see them because you're facing Max Scherzer. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I mean, if you take the last like two, three months, okay, Jack Flirty versus Max Scherzer, that makes me feel a little better. But he's never pitched in the playoffs. But it's probably going to be if the Cardinals just keep falling. It's probably going to be in Washington. Because Washington does have a better record than the Cardinals right now by a right. game, I think. So on the Jack Flaherty on the road in his big first postseason start against Max Scherzer, man, that scares me. And let's yeah. be honest, the lights shine a little brighter in the playoffs yeah. on the big stage. So you know you can say or talk about how someone's prepared for that moment, but until they step foot in, in between those white lines with you know thirty, forty thousand fans looking at you and millions across the world and the lights on you. You just never know. That wild card game is so much fun they and exciting for uh, for somebody who doesn't have a rooting interest, <laughs> but for fans and I'm sure the players, oh, that's just got to be terrible. You, you lose one game and you're done. You need to win the division right. if you're the Cardinals. I agree. Simple, period. You have to win the division. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to You don't want to leave it to chance because in a wild card game, it really is. It comes well, down to chance. We've seen... I mean that whole Braves Cardinals wild card game. Yeah, that was kind of chant. The whole infield, the infield fly, fly nonsense. Yeah. Pete Cosma, 
Pete Cosma. <laughs> How will we remember the Pete Cosma era? <laughs> I think Washington would like to forget the Pete Cosma era. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's move on real quick. We'll do some quick blues on this uh, podcast as well. First game tonight, we're recording this on Monday, just 96 days after they won the Stanley Cup. I mean, I'm I'm almost mentally not ready to do hockey again. I don't know how the guys who are actually going to be playing are going to do it. Uh, I, that's why it's so hard to repeat because you go so deep and so far, then you just turn around and you've got to do it all again. Well, when you have two and a half weeks, literally – of training camp before yeah. the season starts, and you throw eight preseason yeah. games in there. Now, granted, not everybody's playing in all those games, and the and the established players aren't making the road trips, and you know, and whatever. But two and a half weeks to just—you're literally just kind of snapping your fingers, yeah. and the season's here. They got some young legs, though. It's it's like Bill Belichick said a couple of years ago after the Patriots won yet another Super Bowl. He was like, "Look, it's all fine and dandy, you know, we're happy we won." But he's like. Now we're behind the rest of the NFL. You know, they already <laughs> started. Yeah, so you got to think the rest of the NHL, they started their pre their offseason in April, you yeah. know. So, and then you got to think about the injuries that the players sustained during the playoff run and how much time did they have to heal, you know. Are they fully healthy? I think it's a lot of questions that loom around the Blues right now. Will they start sluggish? We don't know. Will they start fast? We don't know. But what we do know is they have a deep, talented squad. And Coach Barubi was talking about depth and how they have a lot of depth they this do. year. And that's what they're going to rely on. And like they did last year during the playoff run, next man up. So everyone has to be ready to play. So all the players, these three or so days we've gotten them at practice, they moved on. They made that pretty pretty clear. Uh, they did their celebrating, but summer's over. They're ready to do it again. I don't think anyone else in this – the play, well – they might not even be telling the truth, but the players can say that. I don't think anybody else in this town is ever going to get over this. I know I'm not. I think I've said this. This is my outlook on this Blues season. Okay, let's let's have some – it's hockey. I, hopefully they do well. Uh, I'm always going to hope for them to win. But if they don't, I'm not going to be very upset at all. <laughs> does, it, does it count as not moving on for – I saw Vladimir Tarasenko say today that – he doesn't want to just stop at one Stanley yeah. Cup. He wants to keep winning and winning and winning. One's not enough. Yeah. That was, so, his, so that I, was his big quote. So that's that's kind of moving on and not moving on all yeah. at the same time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> do I think fans will move on? Absolutely not. It was such a long time coming for Blues fans, and, you know, they finally got it. They want to hold on to it forever. Um but at some point, you do got to let it go. Next season this next season is here. You do have to move on. And the Blues have a talented roster. I don't yeah. see why everybody around here shouldn't be thinking about repeat. I know it's very, very hard to do. And, Corey, like you said, you know, you, you think they're going to be sluggish out the gate. But, I mean, like we saw last year, it doesn't matter how you start. It's how you finish. And well, this... and health plays a very big part yeah. in things. The Blues were remarkably healthy all through last year in the playoff run and and through the playoffs. You never know, you know, you you can't count on being healthy uh and and repeating out of that. That's true. That's very true. We get a whole season of Jordan Bennington though. So, Ooh. I feel pretty good about <laughs> I feel pretty good about that. Um this roster's just as good, if not better. Uh a lot of young talent like Baruby said, a lot of depth. Who's maybe a guy? I asked Frank this I think last week on the podcast that we're all really excited to maybe get more of a look at. Although it is pretty much the same team. There's not going to be that much room for guys we haven't heard of just to start performing more. But who's maybe a guy we're excited to see this year? 
Robert Thomas. Yeah. Robert Thomas. He has so much skill. Yeah. Uh, he's so young, and he hasn't even reached, you know, anywhere close to the ceiling of how he, good he can be. So I think if he stays healthy, you know, he was on the ice. Coach Baruby said his wrists look fine, his shot look fine. He's going to let them know when he's ready to play. But I feel like if he can play at a high level, he will help Ryan O'Reilly and Tarasenko just, yeah. you know, dominate opposing teams' goalies. I'll tell you who I, I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm looking forward to seeing Vince Dunn. There you oh, go. Yeah. I think he really came on in the playoffs last year. He gained so much confidence, and and he looks like a quarterback out he there. He does. He plays with his head on fire. He's everywhere. He used to be – when I used to go to a Blues game, back when Steve, Alexander Steen was maybe four or five years younger, I couldn't – you look up and Steen's here. Then he's over there. Then he's, he's everywhere. Dunn's kind of that guy I feel like now. He can play up uh, on the point – Get off a good shot. He can have, he can mix it up a little bit down low on offense, but then he can he's fast enough to get back and recover on defense. Sometimes he gets burned, and as a rookie, that's going to happen. But I like that Vince Dunn. But that, I think I think the thing that that stands out the most here is it's that that word that confidence. You know he he played timid. I I feel like you know his first couple of years because. I think he was always looking over his shoulder that if he made yeah. a mistake, he was going to be on the far end of the bench. He found confidence, and he is just playing lights out. And, you know, I think Oscar Sundquist is someone we want to keep in mind. Oh, yeah. He has a lot of potential. And he was, joking, he was joking earlier today uh, with the media, and he was talking about how his new contract, and they were talking about, you know, if he talked to Barbashev about it and uh, if he should thank Barbashev for signing. He was like, you know, Alexander Steen messaged me, and he was like, you know, he, both of you should be thanking me for what I did for <laughs> both of you guys. And so I think this is a very relaxed group. They know how talented they are, and I think they know they have a chance to repeat, but they're trying to stay humble as they should right now. I think they're very comfortable with each other as a team, and credit for that goes to the coach. Yeah, yeah. I think he's really instilled a good, uh, a good atmosphere, a culture. Uh, they talk a lot about that now, um, and and you know, I just I hope that the the message continues to get through, and you know, I think Barubi can take them, take them as far as they want to go, and he's holding them accountable. That's very important. He is. He is not being their friend. He is not being their buddy. He's being their coach. And if you've ever been to a Blues practice, I know some of you at home listening to this or in the car listening to this, you probably haven't been, but there's a lot of F-bombs being dropped. And it's a lot of (laughs) let's goes, you know. And he's very serious at practice. And uh, he's not someone to take lightly, that's for sure. Well, if you just watch the Blues actually hoist the cup, you'll know uh, there's a few <laughs> F-bombs being thrown yeah, around. Sure. Uh, I talked about this last week, but I'll say my guy again. Zach Sanford, I think, oh, yeah. could really be a star. Mm-hmm. And he proved, I mean, we love Pat Maroon. He was great. It was a great story, some great moments. And everybody wanted, to, yeah. everybody wanted to see him back just for the sentimental reasons. But Zach Sanford showed in the Stanley Cup final that he can just slide in there and replace Pat Maroon. Mm-hmm. And he's he's much younger, he's much faster, not quite as big body, he's not going to intimidate people quite as much, but he can do he can do quite a bit on the ice. I'm looking forward to see him. He was the Blues best player probably the first I don't know, 2 months is long, maybe a month and a half, at the very beginning of last season. I think he was the best player on the ice for the Blues. Then he his season completely flipped as the Blues got better, he kind of got worse and kind of got forgotten about reemerges in the playoffs and I think he's a guy that you got to keep your eye on this year. If he can build off that off that confidence, there's that word again that he got in the last two or three games of the Stanley Cup finals, I yes. see no reason hey, why not. And maybe he can Maybe he can yeah. take some more jello shots out of the cup <laughs> next year. <laughs> All right everybody, thanks for joining us. That was 
this edition of the Sports Plus Podcast. Make sure to download and subscribe. We'll be back next week with a new episode.